Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Hey, everyone. What's up and welcome back. It is good to be back and 2022 is off to a roaring start. Um, but it didn't come that easily <laughs> for me anyway. Uh, it started out kind of uh, in an uproar. Uh, my mom had been sick for some time and unfortunately she passed on the early morning hours of January 1st. And uh, although it was a blessing, it was still you know hard to deal with. And I'm sure anyone that's lost a parent or someone close to them knows exactly what I'm talking about. But we get through that, and then uh, within a week of everything happening there, uh, just before it was time to have her services, I ended up getting COVID. (laughs) And um, that threw me back about a week and slowed me down a little bit, but it also gave me time to reflect. And I am so happy to be back healthy and ready to go. Uh, Although it was a little bit later than I had expected, I am here and I am excited to talk to you today a little more about creating wealth and the the whole idea of wealth creation and I think how potentially wealth uh, you know is such a convoluted topic for so many I think that it it's probably because we and we being most of us overcomplicated And I think the number one thing that everyone has in common is they create problems about wealth that in effect make wealth out to be more difficult than it really is. So I'm going to try to break down the mechanics um, into four categories today that can help you get these little micro problems out of the way that we seem to run into all the time. I mean, I have a lot of my uh, coaching clients that I work with that are sort of obsessing over, you know, what is the next investment they're going to make and, uh, you know, what do they need to consider uh, over the next, uh, you know, months or years. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things where it's something that just has to be done consistently. We talk about consistency a lot on this podcast. And I'm here to just tell you that, honestly, wealth is easy. It comes down to four things. And if we just concentrate on these four things, we can stop making it hard. The first thing we have to do is we have to think about when we're making investments, we have to invest for income. This is not a one-time thing. This is going to happen always and forever. The idea that owning an investment is going to make an individual wealthy is just crazy to me. And it's simply just not true. You will need to invest for the rest of your life continuously. And you want to do this. Why? Because you want to get in the habit of it, number one, of course, and you want to beat inflation and taxes. And you um, don't have really a margin for error. 
to, to not invest and spend your, your time putting money into places that can actually return to you. So stop getting caught up in the problem of one investment that, that you're looking for right now. Think about the hundreds of investments that you really do need to achieve your dreams, to achieve the things that you want. And if you go and solve that problem and the one that you're looking at now, it will all start to take care of itself. So we have to multiply money. That is the first strategy that we're going to talk about today. The second thing is literally just saving money. And I have honestly talked to people who are obsessed with investing, yet they give me sort of a blank stare when I tell them they need to save money. How are you going to invest money if you don't have it, right? You have to save your money first so you can invest into different deals, different things that come along. So savings and consistently savings, and we're going to talk about the 40% club on today's podcast. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to, I'm going to be happy to introduce that concept to you. But if you aren't saving 40% of your gross income, and you have less than, let's say, $50,000 of liquid cash right now, you are not in a category where you can start to really invest in your future. You're really not. Don't invest if this is you. If you have less than uh, you know, a, enough money to cover your bills for the next three months without working, then that's the first thing that you have to do. You have to have that emergency fund that I've talked about before. So I, I tell people, you know, don't necessarily save for rainy days or just emergencies. Save to invest. Save so that you have options and that you can set yourself up so you can control and, and invest in meaningful deals. And guess what? You need cash to do that. So after um, talking about saving money, the next thing that we have to really address is how you're making money. And, uh, you know, we've talked about different ways to earn money before. We've talked about side hustles. It's one of my favorite topics. And I believe wholeheartedly in multiple streams of income I always have. And this is the one that nobody really wants to talk about. We have sort of been sold a lie uh, to some extent, that there is uh, this thing out there called passive income or residual income. I talk about it all the time, but the absolute truth is when you break it down is there is ways to make money that are easier than other ways to make money, but no income stream is truly passive. You do have to pay some attention to it. So it's my opinion that this category of earning income is what sets the wealthy apart from the dabblers. We're looking for easier ways to bring in income, something that can be set up that you work for it once and it continues to pay you and all you have to do is tweak it and keep an eye on it from that point on. It doesn't necessarily require that, that Herculean effort every single time. Once it's been set up, and you're in a position where you can start to just tweak it and make sure it continues, you're in a much better position and then you can create a semi-passive income for yourself that goes on with or without your efforts and it just requires, like I said, a little bit of tweaking from time to time. Finally, I want to talk about uh, production. I mean, to earn income in some fashion, you have to produce. And to save money, you must produce. To invest money, you must produce. Everything comes back to your ability to produce. And for many, you know, this is a hard concept because if you can't produce, uh, it's very hard to build wealth. 
everyone produces. You know, you either produce your time, a product, a service, an idea, or yourself as a brand. I mean, just look at every successful person that you know out there. In some fashion, they produce something. They produce some kind of result that actually is providing value and they're exchanging that value for um, for money and that produces results. So um, enough said about production. I think that everyone, it's a reasonable concept that everyone can grasp, um, but let's get into truly the foundation of, of how this works, how the creation of wealth is taking place. You know, um, I guess when I first began to realize what the truth was behind how money really works, it was uh, probably in that moment that I realized everything that I had learned about money up until that point was probably false. Um, I was, you know, stuck on, you know, just putting money into a savings account and trying to save a, you know, a percentage of my income and trading time for money. And it doesn't take very long to realize that you're in a position of zero leverage. And if you're depending on your personal professional expertise every day in order to earn a living, there's only so many exchanges of time you can make for those units of money to create uh, any kind of uh, long-term residual income for yourself. And I wasn't doing that. So it became evident to me that I, I needed to learn a way to create income outside of the box of the, of the 60 or 50 or however many hours you want to put in on a weekly basis and still have some resemblance of a, uh, of a life with friends, family, and, and socializing. So um, I think that before uh, that I was operating on the plan that I had in my head from my upbringing and what I had seen from my parents, um, it, was, it was really liberating to realize that there was going to be a, a transition that took place that I had to break outside of that mold. And that's exactly where I want you to get. I want you to learn the information. I want you to take the information on this podcast and apply it to your own life and start driving yourself for a little bit more than what you're doing right now. Because deep down inside, I think we all know we are capable of more. We all know that uh, we were not meant just to spend 40 hours or more per week trading our precious time for money. Um, you know, serving what we might call the 40-year life sentence. You know, they say work 40 hours a week for 40 years. For, and uh, for what? Where does that get you? I think it's old school mentality. And working with a lot of younger people today, millennials especially, I understand that they have broken the mold that us baby boomers have kind of created on how you're going to live your life and create um, financial security for yourself. And I think that uh, we live inside this trap that we're conditioned to, um, you know, that we have in this middle class working a job and buying a home and paying our taxes. And it kind of pulls you into this life of mediocrity that we can break out of once we start thinking outside the box. If you've got that little voice inside of you that just doesn't seem to shut up, 
It's that voice that wants you to be greater. It, it wants you to fix problems that we see in the world and get extremely wealthy in the process because that voice deep down inside knows what's required. You know that it's possible. I think initially, a lot of us, we suppress that voice because it goes against the grain. I mean, some people think if others knew that they wanted to be rich and successful, they would judge you. You know what? Despite suppressing that voice, it ultimately takes over because if you want it, you have to reach for it. You have to go for wealth. And if you have that voice, then this podcast is for you. The reality of wealth is something that is possible for anyone that concentrates on it. You remember, we've talked about this, what you focus on, you find. Um, you know, I believe that um, many people think that getting rich is, is a fantasy. Uh, in fact, I think for some people, it's so much of a fantasy that they just can't even believe in it. Um, it just doesn't seem possible. And I think it's my mindset and it's, it's my attitude to change that for people. Because I think you should allow yourself, regardless of what your age is right now, I think you should allow yourself to dream. I think you should allow yourself to dream again if you've, if you've lost that dream for whatever reason because life's kind of beating you down for a little bit. I mean, all of the content that I produce and that I record and that I distribute, I focus on helping people realize that they truly can build wealth. I mean, you have to decide that building wealth can be your reality too and then also decide on taking your fantasy and turning it into action making it a reality and it is my job on this podcast and through my wealth coaching that i'm able to produce thought-provoking content that helps you make that happen so i've got a question for you who are you taking advice from you might be surprised when you think about it it might not be a person it might be um you know something that you read or uh, might be a strategy or a philosophy that was put in your head when you were younger. Um, I honestly, when I when I thought about this, um, I think I get my advice from maybe three or four people, and they all are massively successful in every area of their life. These are people that I look up to, and uh, for you, I think um, it's it's easy to get caught up in the status quo. So I want to be your filter. You know, I want to make sure that you're not taking advice from the wrong people. And I can typically tell if someone's getting advice from the wrong people or just has a philosophy stuck in their head where money is, um, you know, that they, they, they're, they don't have a good relationship with money. Their money mindset is not on track. I mean, I think that it's up to me when I'm coaching someone to detect that and eradicate that from your thinking. Wealth requires that you be in the driver's seat and you be in control of your financial beliefs and your financial decisions at all times. Okay, so if you're buying into the path that I'm going down here, um, then you believe me when I tell you that wealth starts with a decision. Uh, decision is powerful. So is becoming wealthy. Uh, it is no coincidence that the word decide at its root meaning means to cut off. That is not light vocabulary. Cutting something off means that we are choosing for one thing against all other things that conflict. 
Today, I'm going to share with you how I made that decision. I decided I was interested in building wealth. Ultimately, we are not going to decide for something that we are not interested in. That's just common sense. We must be interested in being wealthy in the first place. Wealthy is not a bad word. You can do so much good in this world. As a matter of fact, you can do a lot more good as a wealthy person than you could without means. Even though you have good intentions and you can volunteer, money can do things that uh, volunteering can't, right? And vice versa. But for the most part, you can do more with money. I became disinterested in the status quo. I mean, we cannot be interested in two conflicting things. To become interested in becoming wealthy, you need to become disinterested with where you are at in your life if it's not serving you right now. Anyone who's made it to wealth has had that moment where they decided they were done living the life the way that they were living it in that particular moment. And when you find that purpose, um, you know, this is this is something that's not really necessarily touchy-feely. It's not that weekend motivational course. It's something that's deep inside you. Purpose is the reason why. You aren't going to be arbitrarily able to collect millions of dollars without having a really good reason. So determine why you're going to do it and what you will do with the money in advance and then everything can start to take place for you. I know this is, I, some people are going to listen to this and go, yeah, it's easy for him to say, or that's kind of woo-woo or any of that stuff. I promise you it's not. Making this decision in your life can make a huge difference. You need to be determined. I knew that I wanted to be a millionaire. I knew that I had things that I was going to do. When I got to that level, I was going to be able to help more people. I was going to be able to offer my my gifts to many more people when I got to that status. And if you will be willing to write down all of your goals in all areas of your life and total up what you think um, all of the things that you want to do are going to cost and how you're going to get there and how much income you're going to need, you will naturally realize that you have to be wealthy in order to make that happen. So in order to do that, you have to start using better words. Stop using words like realistic when you're doing this. <laughs> you will need to imagine yourself in a place that's different than you are. You need to let yourself dream again. So you have to decide. You have to cut off those things that will conflict with you becoming wealthy. It actually is quite simple once you do it. Some things will align. Some things won't. Get rid of the ones that won't. And you can, you know... Just take all emotion out of this and just get down to making that decision. It's not necessarily mystical. It can be just a, a logical decision. Emotion may have got you there, but ultimately you must make a conscious decision. And I believe that you need to say it first and then write it down. That will help you immensely. You know, I think at this point in the podcast, I've given you enough to think about. And I'm going to come back. And in my next podcast, which will be um, not too long from now, probably within the next few days, I'm going to talk about um, deciding on how much money it is that you need and what you need it for. Uh, I think that getting into that mindset of knowing what you're going to do with the money when you start to create it um, is going to put you in a better position to get there. So with that, I think we'll close out today's podcast. We'll start up on the next one with how much money do you really need 
And uh, in the meantime, guys, it's great being back. I'm excited about 2022. I'm very, very, very optimistic that all of you are going to reach the goals that you have for yourself. We're going to help you get to that place where you feel really good about it. And until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.